Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everybody? Arjo Ochoa here from SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and we are very excited to debut the first episode of a new show here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network. Well, it's a show with a twist. Welcome to the first episode of BTB Radio. Now, BTB Radio is basically exactly what it sounds like. And if you'll allow me to explain, at Blogging the Boys, we are so fortunate, so lucky, so blessed that we have a number of great friends who do such great work in the media space, covering the NFL, covering football as a whole, and obviously covering the Dallas Cowboys. Some of these friends have their own websites or write for different websites or different publications. Some of these friends have podcasts and they do a great job of it as well. Make sure you subscribe to all our friends' podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, of course, to the Blogging the Boys podcast, leave a rating, write a review. Those things make us very happy and we appreciate them very much. And some of our friends have their own radio shows. We are friends with a lot of great people. We have such great friends at Blogging the Boys. So uh, these friends are nice enough to ask us to appear on their radio show every now and then. And so some of us will hop on different radio shows. Obviously, when there's heavy news, hot news, big news, there's always all of that when it comes to America's team. And we'll talk about it. We'll jump on for a particular segment. We'll have some fun. I know a lot of you listen to us in different markets anyway. And so we thought, why not bring it all together here under the umbrella that is the Blog and the Boys universe so we can share our friends with you because we appreciate them sharing us with their audiences. So with that being said, this is the first episode of BTB Radio. On Wednesday, June 16th, I did a hit on Double T 97.3 Lubbock Sports Station with my guys, Aaron Dickens and Chris Level. You can follow them on Twitter, nice and simple, at their names. It's at Aaron Dickens, at Chris Level. Uh, shout out, of course, to their great producer, Jeremy. We talked about Micah Parsons. We talked about Dak Prescott. We talked about training camp now officially being in Oxnard. They're great guys. They do such a great job, obviously covering Texas Tech. If you're a, a Red Raider, I certainly can't encourage you uh, enough to go check them out. They are the flagship for Texas Tech sports, and they are very passionate about all things Red Raiders. But they obviously love the Cowboys and love all sports in general. Um, so had a lot of fun with them and really looking forward to this new show whenever we have an episode. Obviously, uh, this is contingent upon us doing radio appearances in different spaces. Uh, you'll likely get a new episode of BTB radio on Friday when I jump on with my guys in Waco. Uh, let us know what you think of it. If you like it, if you don't, hey, we're welcome to all sorts of uh, discussions, all sorts of comments, criticism, hopefully constructive. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at RGOchoa. Uh, same thing on Instagram. My DMs are open if you want to express some thoughts. And if you'd rather send me an email, you can. RJ.Ochoa at SBNation.com is the place to do that. So without being... Uh, so with all that being said, let's go ahead and cut to the chase. Here is my guys. So with all that being said, let's cut to the chase. Here are my guys, Chris Level, Aaron Dickens, and me, kind of, uh, on Double T 97.3. We are very thrilled now to be joined by our good friend, R.J. Ochoa, manager and editor-in-chief of bloggingtheboys.com. Uh, you can hear him on the Ocho podcast and also on the SB Nation NFL show. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at R.J. Ochoa. 
Uh, RJ, we, we get the official announcement uh, that the Cowboys are headed back to Oxnard, California for training camp a little bit more than a, a month away. Um, is this, I guess, the, the most recent sign that, hey, things are finally kind of going back to normal from a sports standpoint? Yeah, you know, uh, you mentioned, obviously, uh, Wednesday night's Astros-Rangers game. I mean, watching Tuesday nights and the walk-off Grand Slam kind of made it feel like sports were back. Uh, but the Cowboys being in Oxnard uh, really makes things feel normal through a Cowboys lens, certainly. Uh, you know, it was right when Mike McCarthy announced that he had plans to visit Oxnard last year uh, that the pandemic really started inhibiting a lot of things that the Cowboys were able to do. Obviously, Mike McCarthy has never been there as the head coach of the Cowboys, so he wanted to go kind of get a lay of the land. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys operate out of the courtyard Marriott there, so kind of see the tennis courts and all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it feels – I mean, it really does feel like football season is coming. Uh, the summer months and the summer humidity and heat are certainly trying to remind us as well. Do you have your uh, AC set at 82 for when you sleep, as Urquhart uh, suggests? I am a loyal Texan, um, and so uh, I definitely try to do my part and the part that my family can. But um, I will say we have uh, we have a couple of fans, and uh, the comforter <laughs> has had to come off once or twice throughout the night. I'm curious as to what you thought about how Dak Prescott looked in these uh, recent OTAs. Uh, and he kind of made it clear, I want to bury the injury, guys. I don't want to talk about it. Help me do that, on and on. But I'm just curious how you thought he looked. I mean, I feel like he looks like Dak Prescott. I know that sounds um, like a cop-out answer, but, I mean, that's that's as optimistic as I can possibly feel right now. Uh, and, and Dak has always been this guy that, that kind of walks and talks with a high level of authority. And so to hear that, to hear that kind of take control, I don't want to say of the narrative, but of the idea, you know, to say like, you know what, I'm putting an end to this, you know, please respect my wishes to bury it or, um, you know, however he wanted to put it. I mean, that that, that is a powerful thing. And, and I, I, I have found it so interesting how every Cowboys player that has been through some level of rehab this offseason, which, as we all know, is uh, quite the lengthy list, have all said that they have been incredibly inspired by Dak and, and the way, you know, the path that he's taken to get back to, to optimum health. And so ultimately, it does feel like Dak is just kind of resuming his place as, as the Cowboys alpha. You know, Mike McCarthy had a quote last week where he said that this is Dak Prescott's team and that he's the face of the franchise and that if he ever has any kind of decision to make about it, that Dak is the first person he goes to. It's it really is, you know, kind of Friday Night Lights-ish and that he is he is the total nucleus of your favorite football team, which is really cool to see. There was an article posted on bloggingtheboys.com uh, today about Dak Prescott and why, you know, it's fair to expect him to cr- cross the 5,000 passing yard mark this season. was close to it in 2019. You get the 17th game. Do you think he does that this year? And is that a winning formula for the Cowboys? You know, I I certainly think he would have eclipsed 5,000 yards last season, but, you know, I don't think he would have kept up the pace that he was on when he was injured. I know a lot of people like to kind of cite that. It was just because it it wasn't sustainable, no matter what. I mean, the Cowboys' defense would have continually put him in situations where obviously he would have had to have, you know, pulled off heroic fashion or heroic act after heroic act. Um, And and so I I certainly think he's capable of it, but I I do think that he's he's really going to flirt with the idea. And I think. Um, you know, like last year, the, the thing that people were, that everybody was focusing on was whether or not each of the three wide receivers could top a thousand yards. And I certainly think that they're capable of that. And having a 17th game, I think really opens the door of possibility for that. But so much of it is situational, right? Like you cannot control if that is going to happen to your team because the game has to dictate that, that you continue throwing. And, and last year's defense, obviously, 
um, certainly dictated those terms. Um, but but I think that just off his own merit, off of like normal, conventional kind of rhymes and rhythms of NFL games, I think he's going to be um, everywhere he needs to be in to be a position to be able to pull that off. And so if I have to, you know, kind of take the over or under, uh, life is too short and we're, you know, sweating inside our home. So I'll definitely think he tops 5,000 yards. <laughs> RJ, is his backup currently on the roster? Man, that is such a good question. Um I don't think so. Ultimately, like I, I if, if the question is, you know, who who is QB two on the Cowboys depth chart come week one? I don't think that that player is on their roster. I think that one of their backup quarterbacks is on the roster, certainly. Um, but but I don't think that you know the Cowboys can responsibly go into another season uh, with just Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci and you know I throw Cooper Rush in there. That's fine. Backing up Jack Prescott, and you know we'll see obviously a lot of cuts and things like that throughout camp, and and I think that that's where this this person could come from, um, just because I mean we learned that those guys can't cut it. I mean even Andy Dalton, who not that he is great, but he is technically a starter at the moment of the NFL, was not enough, and so I think the Cowboys have to throw a lot of not resources at that position, but a lot of time and a lot of effort because right now their options are not good enough if Dak Prescott goes down, and, and we know that that is certainly capable of happening, however you know, much we don't want to see it ultimately happen. Micah Parsons, uh, you know, are we starting to understand this is this is a, a hybrid type player? Is I mean, I, he works out at defensive end. There was a lot of talk. Maybe he's a middle linebacker. I mean, you know, so kind of take me through how they utilized him in OTAs as we started to get introduced here to, to what the first round pick may be doing. Yeah, you know, Mike is a linebacker, and so by nature, a lot of people were upset, as you guys know, with the selections the Cowboys made. I mean, using a top 10 or, or top 12, I guess in this case, pick on a linebacker, it's just not great resource allocation. It's like, you know, like taking a running back in the top five. I don't know what team would be foolish enough uh, to do that, certainly in recent memory, but um, when you do that and when you have a player of Micah's <laughs> physical and athletic talent, you, you certainly have to get as much bang for your buck as you possibly can, just like in theory. And so, I mean, the Cowboys, you know, best be utilizing Micah Parsons in every possible facet they can. It just so happens that athletically he's gifted enough to pull all that off. And, you know, we'll hear more terms, obviously, as training camp comes and, and rolls on in preseason. Designated pass rusher is, is another term that, that is kind of, you know, uh, you know, big-time jargon when it comes to that space. Ultimately, Micah Parsons is a really incredible athlete who can play in space and who can rush the passer. And so however the Cowboys feel fit to get him on the field is obviously a wise decision. And it does seem like they're committed to that, which is ultimately the takeaway, I think, from them using him in different capacities so far. C.D. Lamb channeling uh, Terrell Owens a little bit with a bracelet that says, get your popcorn ready. Do you think he can live up to that this season? You know, uh, this was such an interesting thing um, because T.O. is somebody that is, is kind of um, kind of a, an interesting sort of um, like pH level test for Cowboys fans to see like how they feel. I love T.O. He was, uh, you know, obviously uh, playing for the Cowboys when I was finishing high school. And so I was really impressionable. And so I think that affected how a lot of people viewed this. And I certainly think so. I, I think this is C.D.'s year to establish himself as the alpha. I mean, he has the physical traits to pull that off, and I think he, he showed spurts of that last season. I mean, I, I really believe that we're in store for an incredible C.D. Lamb season. I mean, the guy was remarkable last year with not even five full games of Dak Prescott. So, uh, and, and Dak is not just a competent quarterback, but obviously an incredibly elite one. And so I think C.D. Is, is on pace, you know, seemingly for something really special. Obviously, again, having that 17th game is going to help him in a statistical sense. So 
I'm that that he might be the player I'm most excited to see in 2021. Sign me up, RJ. Always great to visit with you. I'm sure we'll check in with you again as uh, training camp nears, just about a month away in yep. Oxnard, and uh, we look forward to visiting with you. But uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the U.S. Open, and we'll check in with you again soon. You too, guys. Happy Father's Day. Uh, looking to uh, you know have a great weekend myself, and, and hope uh, hope you see some fireworks out of Troy Pine. Fingers there crossed. we go. Primetime. R.J. Ochoa joining us on the Benchmark Hotline. He's the manager and editor-in-chief of bloggingtheboys.com. You can hear him on the Ocho podcast and also the SB Nation NFL show. You can find him on uh, Twitter and Instagram at R.J. Ochoa, all one word. And I'm here for Garrett Gilbert as, uh, as the backup to Dak Prescott. I thought he looked good in the brief time that we saw him. I mean, the bottom line is if Prescott gets hurt, it's, it's more than likely yeah. it doesn't matter. But I, I think Garrett is uh, older, you know, and he's been around the league a little bit. I think he's, you know, it, it's, a, it's kind of where he's from. Mm-hmm. I, I, but, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of what happens there. That's a big question, though, going into the think, season. I think will. Cowboys media will uh, do what Dak asks and kind of move on from the injury? No, it's I mean, not either. their job yeah. to move on from it. And they need stuff to write about, so they're going to ask about it a lot.